Welcome to Divorce and Other Things You Can Handle, a branded podcast by Worthy. I'm Jennifer Butler, and I'm your host. The choices you make either feed your destiny or your history. This is a quote from Dawn Burnett, our guest today, that stands out from my brief conversation with her when preparing for this episode. We had about 15 minutes to talk, and I have to tell you, those 15 minutes were filled with one golden nugget of wisdom after the other. My pen couldn't move fast enough as I tried to capture her brilliance. Today's episode is about getting out of your own way so that you can create your own destiny, and it all comes down to the choices you make and the actions you take. Dawn Burnett is a highly sought-after transformational divorce coach and wellness expert who helps women to thrive instead of survive. Through natural approaches for boosting energy, purifying our eating regimens, and recalibrating the connection between mind and body, she says you can in fact create the life of your own choosing from the inside out. Dawn is also the author of her recent book, Connect, How to Love and Accept Yourself After Divorce, And so she is really the perfect person to talk to all of us here listening about how you can specifically get out of your own way and create a destiny in which you are thriving. I am so excited to have this conversation with her and share it with all of you. We're going to take a quick break and then we will be back with Dawn Burnett. When you sell a piece of jewelry, you can't control how much it's worth, but you can make sure that you're selling smart with a team of experts and advocates behind you at Worthy. Your engagement ring can be a financial asset that allows you to embrace a new and fulfilling life after divorce. Let us help you get the best deal possible for the jewelry you've outgrown. Go to worthy.com forward slash podcast to learn more. Dawn Burnett is founder of a new Dawn Natural Solutions, a transformational divorce coach and wellness expert for women through every life change, and the host of the radio show, Wake Up and Listen. She provides thriving divorce advice and wellness strategies to those who are frustrated with their current health situations and are ready to embrace alternative healing solutions, healing their bodies, and their lives from the inside out. She has an impressive roster of television and speaking appearances, including ABC, Fox, TBN, and WKGB, and is a regular contributor to Thrive Global and Huffington Post. Don is the author of True Confessions of the Heart, Connect, How to Know if He's Really Your Man, and Connect, How to Love and Accept Yourself After Divorce, and is the co-author of Jack Canfield's The Road to Success, Volume 2. She's a songwriter, actress, speaker, radio host, inventor, and I am beyond honored to have you here. Dawn, welcome to the podcast. Truly an honor. Thank you. It's an honor to be a part of it. You are so inspiring, and we had some time to talk before the podcast just to prepare and to get to know each other, and I truly, I was like writing as fast as I could and just trying to eat up all of your wisdom, so I am really excited that you are here and going to share your story and your wisdom with our listeners here at Worthy. Thank you. I'm excited to share. If I can bring healing to just one person around the world, it's definitely worth my time. I love that. So beautiful. So, you know, I was going to start with you really just sharing your story with us because it's 
a profound example of what we're talking about today, which is helping our listeners learn how they can get out of their own way and create their own destiny. And so your story is just a true example of that. Thank you. Yeah. So I always like to start from the area of childhood because our childhood really helps to shape and mold what we do later on in our adulthood, especially if we haven't dealt with some of the toxicity that was handed to us and we don't deal and heal. And the same goes in moving forward in life. So I'm from a broken home. My parents are divorced. It was a very toxic environment, a lot of physical and verbal abuse in the household. And because of the disconnect, I grew up with a family member, not parents or anything, but a a family member deciding to use me as an experiment and sexually abusing me. And that I internalized and could not find my voice. I'm from a very small town. So to speak out would almost be like putting the scarlet letter on my chest. Right. So I took that, like most people do, into their young adult life. And although I had married my childhood sweetheart on the first one, I did exactly that. I used him as an escape hatch to get out of my house. It's not that I didn't love him. We were more like brothers and sisters Mm. in that true, beautiful, romantic relationship that you hear that at least initially starts in the beginning with a lot of couples. So once I got out of that, I jumped from one relationship to another, which is an important point to make because so many of us do. We're trying to fill the void. But later on in doing all of the work and healing myself and getting my honors degree in alternative medicine, racing back to college to get my degree to save my own miracle boy's life, I came to the realization that the only way we can truly fill that void is by going within ourselves and finding true love. So when I jumped from one relationship to the other, I was looking for my ex to fill a void that I couldn't even express of what it was. But because I was in a state of toxicity and hadn't dealt or the knowledge to even deal with what had gone on, and I had also in the process been slipped a drug and date raped along the way before marrying my second husband, not by him, just by some stranger. Again, more toxicity and internalizing. So I'm trying to show a pattern here. Because we have a tendency to attract a reflection of where we are at. And that is exactly what I did. I married a toxic man who had a lot of disconnects with inside himself. So it was like looking in the mirror. And therefore, because he was disconnected, you can never give away what you don't first have for yourself. And that was true love. He didn't have that internal love in a non-egotistical, beautiful way for himself. So how could I ever have expected him to give me what he didn't already have himself? Right. That, of course, just spawned into a whole lot of abuse and turmoil over 15 and a half years, where I then went into brief hiding, fled the relationship, my two kids, dog, moved 1,750 miles away, didn't have a job, knew nobody, went through a near-death experience of a hit-and-run drunk driver right after I moved there. There was adversities over adversity. Right. For the first 40 years of my life, I could have chosen 
to remain a victim of my story. But having gone through college and studying mind-body therapy connection, I knew the only way for me to progress in life and be well was to work first on my mind, my body, and my spirit all collectively together as one. So I started creating a lot of happy new memories to replace that old toxic broken record that kept going around and around. And bit by bit, sure, there were challenges and stigma of being single, like it's a disease or people looking at you as you're irresponsible because you're a single mom. Those of us that have walked in those shoes know exactly what I'm speaking about. Mm -hmm. So it creates this big shame cycle. And I had the choice to break free of that old victim story, rise from the ashes through a collective healing modality of connecting within mind, body, spirit at a deep, loving, non-egotistical level. And by doing so, I shifted gears and have over the last 10 years catapulted from surviving into thriving. Your story is so inspiring. And I have so many questions like as you speak and just so much that gets inspired within me because I know that so many women face adversity. They have a rocky start to childhood. They carry that forward. They end up in situations where they feel like they cannot rise above. And you have walked those steps. You have lived that life and are a living example of what's possible. And so when you talk about kind of rising up from the ashes, right? And overcoming everything that you've overcome. It's really about getting out of your own way, right? Yes. And that's easier sometimes said than done. Right. So I said, it's a collection of healing modalities. I did the Louise Hay mirror work. And it was uncomfortable at first, looking at yourself in the mirror in a non-egotistical way being the key, because we don't want narcissism or any of uh, buying into our own self-pity stories of, oh, it was someone else's fault. Therefore, I am righteous, because that is not the case. It does take two to tango. It, it is that mirror reflection. But just to get past that victim mentality and look in the mirror and go, Dawn, you are beautiful. I love you today. You are amazing with incredible skills, and you have a lot to offer to the world. It is hard and vulnerable to even stand naked sometimes in front of that mirror when you're first starting out. Yeah. Bit by bit, it's kind of like riding that bicycle. The first time you got on, you were so wobbly, you probably even fell off into the grass. And then more and more, you kept going at it. You were frustrated. You're like, that's it. I'm going to nail this. And that's exactly what it was like. Bit by bit, I became more comfortable. I did tap. I've done Reiki. I've done all juice fasting. I've done meditation. I have a, a beautiful sauna that is my space that I like to, to hang out in. I journal even to this day. Gratitude, 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 because man, you cannot have stinking thinking and gratitude at the same time. So right. in doing all of those different things bit by bit, it became like that bicycle before you know it. You're like a professional bike rider. You're just out there cruising along at good speed. And now you're on that 10 speed and you're moving along. And that's really what life is like. It is a journey. It is not a destination. So give yourself permission to enjoy the journey 
take the steps for yourself and heal along the way because you deserve it. I love the way that you're talking about the mind, body, spirit journey as one, because what I've come across when I've spoken to some people in our community about it is some feedback that tackling everything at once is too much. They feel like they have to choose. Well, I'm going to work on my health now, and then my spirit's going to have to wait. Or, you know, I'm going to do some coaching now, but my health will have to wait. But you're really talking about finding a way to build yourself up from the inside out with all of these aspects. Absolutely. And you know what? It's going to feel like work, kind of like when you first start working out and exercising that muscle, like, oh my goodness, I have this sense of overwhelm. But just take it one step at a time. Don't beat yourself up. You've been beat up enough in your relationships along the way. Yeah. The hardest forgiveness that we, especially as women, not to single out men, but we as women really struggle with first forgiving ourselves. Yes. You know, you did the best you could with what you had at the time and the frame that you were in. I know I certainly did. I am nowhere where I was yesterday, nor will I be even a year from now where I am today in a very positive way. And the biggest thing to remember is life is a classroom. So that showed up to teach you something. Everything that shows up in life is to teach us something so that we can catapult and move along further on our journey towards our purpose in life that we have been designed and created for. And that's really what it's all about. I mean, check this out. The stomach and the brain are made of the same tissue. So if we just work on our brain and we don't work on our health, how is that going to be if they're made of the same tissue? So while we're working on eating healthy and juicing and plant-based diets and, and finding out your groove, less processed foods, less sugar, all the stuff that slugs down the engine of the body, so to speak. Mm-hmm. While we're doing that, we're actually boosting our brain automatically at the same time and strengthening it so that it does put us in a better, more positive position to go you are beautiful today and looking in the mirror in that non-egotistical way. And that does, of course, then fuel our body with more energy because let thy food be thy medicine. So as we intake all of those healthy aspects, now we have the energy to go out and do yoga or move our body in whatever form makes us happy. Could be skateboarding, rollerblading. I love to ice skate. Mm. Whatever your outlet is, just get moving. But that's hard to do all the while that we're slugging down our internal system, our brain and our guts at the same time. So they do collectively go together. Yeah, that is so true. I mean, I know that from my own life experience, the way I feel when I eat healthy and the way I feel when I don't and the way that it really creates a fog in my brain and a sluggishness. Absolutely. And you know, we always try to be the hero to everybody. I mean, we got ourselves into the situation in most cases because of the past experience and becoming people pleasers and not exercising our voice. Divorce doesn't have to be bad. Divorce means letting go of what no longer serves your highest good. It could be friends. It could be a poor habit of maybe you indulge in going out too much and drinking some alcohol. 
It could be you smoke cigarettes. Whatever it is that you feel you need to divorce, look at it as a positive and not the negative D word, right? Yeah. And it's part of that is learning to say no. It's okay to say no to others so that you can say yes to yourself. Because the reality is when the rubber meets the road and the crisis in life's come, there's very few people that are truly, truly there by our side and have our back. So if we don't, like the airlines say, put on our oxygen mask first, then who's going to do it for us? So give yourself permission to say no to others and yes to yourself. That definition of divorce is so powerful. Divorcing from anything that no longer serves your highest good, your highest self. I think permission though is huge. You know, that just kind of keeps resonating with me is I think you need more courage almost to give yourself the permission to succeed than you do sometimes to just kind of stay stuck where you are. Absolutely. And as the saying goes, it takes a lot of courage to change hearts. And that first starts with your own heart. Yeah, it's so powerful. And I really hope that our listeners are taking in that new definition because it's a very freeing way to look at divorce and to start changing the narrative around the story in your head as well as the story outside of ourselves. Absolutely. And by doing so, the important thing to know is that you are releasing yourself from the shame cycle. Very powerful. And that's a perfect place. We're going to take a little break right here. And we will be right back with Don Burnett talking about getting out of your own way and creating your own destiny. When I decided to sell my jewelry after my divorce, The most important thing to me was finding a company that I could trust and one that would also advocate for me. I found this and so much more at Worthy. Their expert staff immediately put me at ease and helped me to get the best price possible for my jewelry. Your engagement ring can be a symbol of your freedom, your journey, and the choices you have made to live your life on your terms and create the future you desire. Let us help you get the best deal possible for the jewelry you've outgrown. Go to worthy.com forward slash podcast to learn more. We are back with Dawn Burnett and we're talking about really getting out of your own way, creating your own destiny. We were just talking about this new powerful definition of divorce that is about leaving things that no longer serve your highest good and giving yourself permission to have the courage to succeed, really. And what I'd love to start talking about now is something that you said in our conversation before tonight, and it stuck with me. It is. It has remained with me on a daily basis. And you said that The choices you make either feed your destiny or your history. Can you just kind of talk to us about what this means and not only what it means, but what it means for our lives if we can live into this? 
Well, absolutely. Because we are healing and we are dealing and we do have a tendency, all of us from time to time, including myself, I'm not immune. I'm human like everybody else. Put my pant legs on one leg at a time. It, I just may be a little further along in my journey than most people, but I've spent a lot of time working on self. So the barometer that I like to use for myself on a daily basis, because I'm a Gemini, I love to have fun. I get excited. I've got a lot of projects on the go right now. But I too have to take a step back and say, for this new decision and well, choice, I like to use the word choice that I'm being presented with, and there could be great opportunities, but is what I'm about to say yes to, is that feeding my history? Is it going to breed some of the stuff of the old? Could be spending money, creating more debt. And really, is it a necessity for me to do that? If it's an investment into your business, okay, that could be money well spent then because it's really feeding your destiny. Right. But going out and buying that new pair of designer shoes when maybe you're on a tight budget because you're a single parent, it's not that you don't want to treat yourself to those things, but maybe we could find a knockoff that feels just as sexy and beautiful on our feet. We are deserving, but at the same time, we always want to check in and go, is this choice that I'm about to make, is it going to set me back into victimhood and feeding my history, or is it going to catapult me along, help me break down barriers, push past fears, and really unlock those doors that have been holding me back from my destiny and living the life of my dream? So do you think it helps? If people create an intention so that they have sort of a North Star to lead them to a place, do you know what I mean? Well, intentions are very important. I mean, that became about even in the movie The Secret that a lot of people have watched. Right. And so it's not just mindset, it's taking action. And then it's not just mindset and taking action, it's true believability at a core level. So that means our subconscious mind, 95%, if not 97% of what we do on a daily basis stems from our subconscious mind, which is that old belief system and past experiences. So until we're clearing out the cobwebs, so to speak, that's always going to overrule our conscious mind. So it's a collaborative effort. So you do want to set down the intention. You want to have the vision boards. You do want to write out the journal and the, the roadmap, but also surrendering to outcome is key as well as feeling what that will be like. Mm-hmm. There is no time in this spiritual world. It's only here in the physical world. So we may say, hey, in a year's time, I want to move into that condo and have that amazing place for my kids. That's a great roadmap. And guess what? You may get there sooner. And you may get there later, but just keep taking the steps along the way, set the intention, but release from the outcome because everything happens in precisely perfect timing. You have to trust the bigger plan. Yeah. You know, one of my favorite things that I like to say is life is happening for me, not to me. And even if it doesn't feel good, it's in service of wherever I'm headed. Yes. And a lot of people may may think and say, well, you know, I've just been diagnosed with a, a severe illness. How mm. is that really happening for me? 
well, maybe you've been burning the candles at both ends. And maybe this is just a timeout to recalibrate. It doesn't mean you won't be well. Or gosh forbid it is terminal. Maybe this is the opportunity for you to say no to all those things that no longer serve your highest good so that you can spend whatever time is left in creating the memories that you really want to launch into the spiritual realm with when time is up. Right. So it's really our perceptions to what is happening to make it for us rather than against us. Absolutely. You know, and something you said earlier, just rather quickly, but you said daily work. You know, this isn't something you listen to on a podcast, right? And you hear all of this and you have these aha moments and then it just kind of is there and and you're kind of perfect at it, right? It's daily work on all levels. Like in my new book, Connect, How to Love and Accept Yourself After Divorce, Sold at All Major Outlets, in the back of the book, there's 15 easy steps to help you thrive instead of survive. Yes. You can't just read those steps. Those are for you to embody, being the key word, becoming those steps, writing them out, doing the work, and realizing you're human. You're going to slip from time to time, and that's okay. It's okay to make mistakes, but what's not okay is to stay stuck in victimhood. So we get right back on track, just like getting right on that bicycle and trying it again. And it is a daily practice, even for myself, as far along as I am on my journey. I would love to share some of these. Do you have a few of your favorite from this list? Because I do. (laughs) Okay. Well, number one, we've already talked on, and that is gratitude. Yes. That was a game changer for me. I had heard that. I was like, yeah, sure. But I love when I go and talk, like I had talked at my university and they invited me to come talk to the students. And I'll never forget, I brought a student up to the front And, you know, I've been in that classroom seat many years ago, so I know what it's like, but I'm like, I'm not going to embarrass you, but I just want to show you and the audience how important your thoughts are. So I muscle tested, had them close their eyes and think of the most horrific thing that's ever happened to them. Whoop! The arm goes right down. That's how negatively it's affecting the body. Mm. And I said, I want you to think of the most incredibly amazing, joyous event that's ever happened in your life. Muscle test, they're as stiff and strong as a board. So that really got to them. And it was like, yes, that's true. If I'm focusing on what I have and not on what I don't have, I'm going to get more of what I'm really wanting. Because I'm not in that lack mentality. I'm in the abundance mentality. Right. So what are some of your favorites? So one of my favorites is pausing and forgiving yourself and realizing that you did the best you could with the information you had at the time. I think, you know, it reminds me, I think it's Maya Angelou who says, you know, I know better now, so I do better. I I think I'm, I'm butchering the beautiful way she states that, but... I think sometimes we're really hard on ourselves because we didn't have the skills and tools that we needed at the time. And a lot of time that really goes back to what you started this all with, which was childhood. And if we're not given those skills and tools, well, we're not, we're not going to just 
kind of know them out of the blue, we have to live and learn. Absolutely. And you may have grown up in a household where a parent or even a teacher in school, because it's really our entire environment that affects us, not just our home life. Right. And maybe they were pushing you to be a perfectionist. And maybe someone else was bullying you. So those two things compounded together, you then internalize that you're not good enough. So you push harder and you push harder and you push harder. So if things are not working out, you start to beat yourself up when really something may not be working out in your favor, exactly like you were saying. And it may not be until three years down the road that that is presented and you're like, oh my gosh, I remember three years ago when I was pushing hard. Thank goodness that never transpired until today. Right. Absolutely. It's like we really get what we're ready for. And if we can trust in that, there's, a, I think, a freedom. My other favorite is writing down your dreams because I think people are afraid to dream, especially when they're going through something really difficult. Yes, because we're looking, like they say, at the whole elephant rather than, as they say, one bite at a time. And I hate using that analogy because I'm so protective of animals, right? Right. So (laughs) don't look at the whole mountain, right? It's one step. And it's like saying you don't have to see the whole staircase. Just one step at a time in faith. And you can write down your dreams. And that is vulnerable at first. Because when you first get divorced, because we're so programmed that divorce is a terrible thing, Mm -hmm. when it doesn't have to be a terrible thing. Okay, it's something that no longer serve your highest good, regardless of who was at fault is irrelevant. It no longer serves your highest good. I just answered a call for one of the publications. I've had so many interviews lately. And I said, you know, I've been single and thriving for 10 years, and I'm very comfortable being single. And I give myself companionship, plus I'm very blessed to still have my son living in my house because uh, he's a teenager. Right. But there is really some power and joy into not having to answer to somebody else. I could have never have gone on the red carpet with Jack Canfield and Aaron Gruel from the Freedom Writers and had my book launch party at Henry Bendel on Fifth Avenue and the after party at the Champagne Bar at the Plaza Hotel and headed to Spain for my 50th birthday and all these amazing things if I constantly had somebody else that I had to please in a roundabout sort of way and answer to. Because with a relationship, even when it's a great relationship, there is a level of respect that we pay to each other for it to be a healthy relationship. So to conquer and do all of those things, I had to have my own space and capability of spreading my wings wide in finding my own tribe and jive. And that in and of itself takes courage as well. The courage to stand on your own two feet and create your own destiny irrelevant of somebody else. Absolutely, because life is a canvas. And you're the, you're the artist, you're the painter. You get to choose what colors you want on it. It's like, even to this day, sometimes 
not so much now, but like when I first had gotten divorced, it was like, I'm all grown up. It's like, so I go, oh my gosh, I can go to Starbucks, my happy place. Right. I can. It's like suddenly your brain starts to register. I'm a grown up. I get to choose my life. I'm not stuck. Only if I want my mind to allow me to be stuck. I'm really not stuck. Yeah. You know, for me, as you were saying that, I will never forget the moment when I realized I could make myself happy. I had this moment where I was like, gosh, you know, I don't really get to be silly anymore because, you know, I do with my son, but that's my son's young. So that's child silly, right? But I don't get to like be silly in an adult way and laugh and, and, and have fun. And I had this aha moment, like, why not? Why am I not doing that for myself? And changed my life that night because I found the things that made me laugh. I started doing silly dances in the mirror. You know, it just, whatever would kind of bring that out myself without having to rely on somebody else to bring that out in me. Absolutely. Change the way that you look at things around you and the things around you will change. Yeah, so powerful. There are 15 of these steps for you in Dawn's book. And, you know, I suggest you get the book, but definitely read through the 15 because they're very simple ways that you can show up in your life every single day that make you more conscious and more empowered and more intentional in your life, which is just powerful when you're going through this journey. So I love this question and I'm so excited to actually ask you because I think that when we're in struggle, we sometimes as you know, we, and we talked about this a little bit before, but we sometimes have a hard time really wrapping our heads around what could be, what is possible. And from somebody who has walked your path and lived your life and done the things that you've done and I can't even wait to see the things that you're doing in the future – In your own words, what is possible for the people who are listening? Maybe the person who is just now taking that first step and feels like the world is just falling out from under them. This too shall pass. Life is a classroom. No, at the end of the day, life is full of infinite possibilities. If you are not happy with where you're at right now, Be excited because it's not the end. It's just the beginning. Mm, Thank you for that. So our time is up. Please share with our guests how they can follow up with you after today. So I'm all over social media. If you just Google Dawn, like the morning sun, Burnett, like Carol Burnett with no E on the end, you will find me all over the place from LinkedIn, Twitter to Facebook. And the site, you can go to connect the book that will take you also to a new Dawn natural solutions or dawnburnett.com. Truly just put the name Dawn Burnett in Google and you will find me everywhere. Thrive Global working on the Shiro project for Ariana Huffington 32 media outlets in total. There's not a spot you won't find. Well, we are truly honored, truly grateful to have had your voice here with Worthy. 
Thank you so much. And I will look forward to having another conversation with you. Thank you. Take care, listeners, and know that if I can do it, so can you. Thanks again to Dawn Burnett for joining us today and to all of you for listening. Next week, we'll be joined by Gabrielle Hartley, divorce coach, mediator, and author of her new book, Better Apart, where we will be chatting about the radically positive way you can separate and divorce. Make sure you subscribe so you can catch every new episode of Divorce and Other Things You Can Handle in your feed weekly. If you like what you hear, rate and review us to help other women like you be able to find us. I also encourage you to join our Facebook group, Worthy Women and Divorce, where you will find support, inspiration, and wisdom. 